like there's some way we could find out yeah no it's not like i have like a device in front of me that could search things yeah anyway answers <laughs> moving on welcome back franken brothers and franken sisters frank bros and frank girls <laughs> uh thank you for coming back or if you're listening for the first time thank you for choosing us um every time i look at our analytics, I'm always surprised by how many new people are watching and listening and how many people keep coming back. So thank you. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave a comment saying what you like, what you don't like, and also what movie you would like to hear, that would be very much appreciated. That would be dope as fuck. Hell yeah. Of you people. So get on that. I mean, All right, don't I love tell you. them what to do. That's. I mean, I love you, and you can do whatever you want. These are our Franken siblings. <laughs> Franken siblings. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay, so today, what are we covering? The Crow. The Crow. Now, you just watched it for the first time the other night. I did. I really dug it a lot. It kind of, like, gave me Batman vibes. Like Batman. Like, just kind of how dark it was, and, like, kind of just reminded me of, like, Gotham City. Yeah, you know what? Tonally, I kind of had that sa- uh, same feeling with um, that new Batman movie with Robert Peaton. P- Peaton? <laughs> Robert, Robert Patterson. Patterson. <laughs> Patterson. <laughs> what is I it? I think it's Pattinson. Oh, okay. Anyway, with him. Uh, but, yeah, t- tonally and color-wise, it kind of had the same red dark grunge tones it reminded me a lot of that which i like i'm a big grunge goth girl so yeah you are kind of grungy i am grungy as fuck so (laughs) (laughs) those are my vibes but yeah i i grew up watching the crow dad always had it on at his house so i've seen it many many times not recently actually it'd been a few years since i i saw it but it was definitely a movie that dad always had on in the house yeah not for me no you you were a brother bear brother bear sinbad and then he would also put on like the world of wars every once in a while i got i got like 13 ghosts (laughs) the crow (laughs) explains a lot yeah well you know he's he slept a lot too while i was there so i so he was just like why not (laughs) okay anyway um so usually when we start these i like to kind of talk about trivia behind the movie and there's tons of really cool and fun facts that i could go over but instead i want to talk about brandon lee my boy your yes who plays eric draven in the crow he really tickled me in that movie yeah did he tickle your tiger he tickled my tiger (laughs) for sure well but so some of you may be wondering why I want to talk about the main actor in this movie instead of trivia. Um, but some of you know why. So let's get into it. Uh, Brandon Lee was born February 1st, 1965 in Oakland, California. He started training in martial arts as soon as he could with his father, Bruce Lee. Yes, that Bruce Lee. Which I didn't know. Who Paris doesn't know who that is still. Well, I knew, I knew who Bruce Lee was. I'm just not very good with names. 
and also in my defense brandon does not look anything like his father so <laughs> i i think they look alike honestly but um so bruce lee would sadly pass away i think he was actually 32 when he died He's so Super young. young um and brandon was only eight years old ah yeah that's uh, rough. I know. And he, he would continue training in martial arts. And actually, I was listening to an interview with him. And the guy was asking him, you know, what belt he had. And that he said that he and, and his dad, Bruce Lee, they didn't really go by the belt. He said that his dad, Bruce Lee, would say, belts are for pants. <laughs> belts are for holding up your pants. Belts are for pants. But I love that. But he said it would be fair enough to say that he was a belt, black belt. And I think he said it was like Jeet Kune Do or some sort of specialized I've never heard of that before, but sounds cool. I haven't cool. either. But uh, yeah, he he trained, and um, but it, it, he would kind of have an identity crisis of sorts in his teenage years. Um, he was actually kicked out of high school just a few months before uh, graduation, and would go on to get his GED. <laughs> but I kind of I don't know. I kind of like that fact about him. Yeah. Did he? Did you know why he got kicked out? No, just behavioral issues. Behavioral he had, issues. He had some spice, which you know makes sense you know your dad's a famous martial artist and um who needs school you died (laughs) no i don't think that was his attitude actually i've watched a lot of interviews with him and he never seems like he was trying to ride off the coattails of his father's fame it really seemed like he was trying to pave the way for himself and at a lot of the studios he would train at his dad uh, founded one of them and his pictures were all over the place, and he had a really hard time seeing his dad's pictures oh, in the yeah. studio where he trained. Oh, I'm sure. That's like that's a rough one, yeah. honestly, losing a parent. Yeah. But he, he would kind of start to find his path eventually, and he began to study acting. He would have his first credited role in a made-for-TV movie called Kung Fu alongside david carradine from kill bill bill from kill bill oh nice you've never seen kill i've bill. never seen kill bill and i don't know who david is <laughs> okay well because i'm really bad with names if i saw a picture i might you might well we still you still need to watch kill bill those kill bill volume one and volume two best movies ever that's decide beside the point his first leading role would be in a hong kong film called legacy of rage Ooh, but, yeah okay that's a i like that name yeah. Legacy of Rage. That's like a band name. <laughs> and it did very well, and he was nominated for Best New Performer. Uh, he had a few American roles here and there, but none of them really got a lot of attention. Actually, at one point, he was approached to play his father, Bruce Lee, in a biopic, <laughs> but turned it down because he was like, that's weird <laughs> that's... for me to play my dad. Yeah. And also, the I guess, the prospect of... Uh, you, acting out romancing his own mother oh that's what that oh yeah no yeah Mm -mm. was probably not up his alley (laughs) um and also one of the producers said he didn't look asian enough which is ironic considering he did an entire film speaking cantonese oh he's oh yeah he's fluent in i guess he he went back and forth between the u.s and hong kong growing up so he's fluent in cantonese but that's what legacy of rage is it's in it's in cantonese I will agree. He kind of gives me Keanu Reeves vibes. I think he looks exactly as he should to me. Yes. He's a handsome feller. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he Uh he does things for you. He does things for me. (laughs) He would continue acting, working alongside Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren? (laughs) Don't know who that is. All right, not surprised. (laughs) However, his most notable role would unfortunately be his last. 
1992, Lee was cast to play the resurrected and vengeful rock musician Eric Draven in The Crow. Brandon was extremely excited to bring this character to life, and he had a lot of input on how he wanted Eric to be portrayed. He was also ready for the challenge of playing a character who, whose main focus wasn't martial arts, and there wasn't a lot of martial arts used just because he was like, okay, this guy's a resurrected rock star. Like, yeah. he's not a kung fu, he's not a martial artist. Yeah, why would he know? Yeah, he, and he was, he's been resurrected with these special powers, so he felt like that wasn't Eric. And he was excited to, you know, take that on. Um, Just some parkour, some parkour, gun shooting. Parkour. <laughs> yeah, some, some knife. Some spicy slaying. dialogue. Some spicy Spite, one-liners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he even, I like this this detail, he took ice baths, claiming that it, that must be what it feels like to be resurrected, which is freezing. Yeah. And, you know, okay, I think he's onto something. Yeah. And Honest, it said... Oh, sorry. Were you saying something? No, I was saying I love that. Yeah, but it was said that also he did his makeup every night before he went to bed. So he would wake up wearing that makeup and it would look okay. worn out and lived in. So he was really, really excited for this role. So the crow's makeup in this movie is iconic. But um, so Heath Ledger's the Joker. He actually used his that character as inspiration for the makeup, which if you're to look at a side-by-side um, pictures of Eric Draven and the Joker. It's like, yeah, clearly. Yeah. And I can, I can see those vibes, too. The Joker and, like, the crow. I can see the similarities yeah. of that. Especially, yes. uh, like, Heath Ledger's uh, Joker. Yeah. yeah. Now, so things were going really well for him. And he was even going to get married to his fiance of three years, Eliza Hutton, after filming. Now, everything changed on March 31st, 1993. Brandon was fatally wounded on set caused by a fire malfunction. Or a like, gun malfunction. That doesn't make <laughs> Yeah, gun malfunction. <laughs> um, the fire malfunction, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. There actually was a fire on set. Oh. There, there, uh, apparently this film was cursed. Actually, okay, no, hold on. I'll, I'm going to save that for after I talk about this because okay. I want to talk about this. <laughs> so he was fain- fatally shot in the abdomen um, during one of the scenes and he they had actually shot most of the movie um but they were just doing some finishing up stuff and in fact the shot wasn't even supposed to happen and it was kind of like a last minute decision on the director's part so he was shot and he died that sucks he was only 28 years old he's so young that's one year younger than i am yeah that's wow i know and he just shot once in the abdomen too that sucks it's like it wasn't supposed to be filmed and it wasn't planned it's like just a last minute and it's like also stop using real guns with like real gunpowder on well i guess what happened was and I'm probably not the best at explaining this, but there was, like, leftover residue in the gun, like a leftover piece of lead, and nobody thought to clear it first. Still, why use right. a real gun, though? And I, and I agree, because I do think, you know, guns, you should only be using a real gun if you're fully aware that you can take somebody's life, which, as we've seen from that new Rust movie with Alec Baldwin, mm-hmm. is a thing that happened, and yeah. this is such a needless death, and okay... Here's the thing. You know, Jurassic Park came out in the 90s. And they had real ass-looking dinosaurs in that movie. And you're telling me 
You can't make a fake gun that looks real. Exactly. Also, everything else in movies is fake. Like, some of the food is fake. Some, like, the glass, some of the balls, yeah, like, for I mean, paying it's And it's like, pool. I just, I can't wrap my head around, you know, taking a real gun and pointing it at somebody and shooting it in the name of art. Yeah, like, it's, I think it's pretty easy to find and or make a fake gun. Right, yeah. If you can make fake dinosaurs... You can make a fake gun. Yes, ma'am. Um, but actually, you know who shot him? The funny man, right? Fun boy. Fun boy. Funny man. <laughs> <laughs> Not so well, but I feel kind of. I do feel kind of bad for him because he didn't work for a year after that. And in two thousand five, he said that he still had nightmares. Oh, I'm sure. I think killing yeah. somebody is probably also unintentionally. Unintentionally is probably pretty traumatic. Like a really yeah. probably will age you and just fucking yeah hurt you it'll hurt you good it'll hurt you good so like i said the majority of the crow had already been filmed and with the support of lee's mother and fiance the movie was completed um with stunt doubles and special effects again special effects Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) if only we could have used that somehow maybe could have prevented a death um so the crow would become would become a box office office success, opening at number one in the U.S. and twenty fourth in all films released that year, and it has since become a cult classic, one that I love and have seen many times. Um, and while Brandon may be gone, his memory and raw talent and charisma live on through the crow's Eric Draven, and he did fantastic he playing that role. Does such a good job in this movie. He's so you know he just brings the character to life. He really does. And I just, he, it's, he's energetic, he's charismatic, and I fully believe that had he given the, been given the chance, he, he would have become something huge. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure, for yeah. sure. He would have been a Brad Pitt or a Leonardo DiCaprio. I really think he had the talent there, he had the charisma, and he was just very likable, and so... It's re- it's always sad when anybody dies, but when it, it's somebody who was shining so brightly, and then suddenly that light is dimmed and gone and blown out. It's yeah. like that is so tragic. That is also he was gonna get married. He was gonna like get after. married. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 rough. Betty. And I feel I feel terrible for his mom and his sister also who lost their father and husband at a young age and then they lost their yeah. son and brother at such a young age too also i guess he, he was pretty close to his dad age dad's age mm-hmm. when he died yeah. too so and yeah i just i and i i watched a lot of interviews with him and i really recommend that anybody listening out there if you're interested watch interviews with him because he just seems like a like a cool guy and it's it's just really sad and yeah you know let's let's keep his memory alive keep the memory alive brandon lee that's inappropriate (laughs) (laughs) no it's my song to commemorate him Okay. Well, <laughs> without further ado, here is the crow. The film opens October 30th, Devil's Night. And someone named Sarah <laughs> is narrating. And it doesn't Ooh. really matter what she's saying. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, she's speaking nonsense. She's spe- honestly, she could have easily not been in this movie, but that's beside the point. So we're panning over this city, and like you said, it looks like Gotham. Mm-hmm. And there's fires everywhere. It's dark and dirty and dilapidated. And we we zoom in to some cops at a crime scene. And it's Winston from Ghostbusters. Winston. I think his name is Officer Albrecht Al- in this movie. Say that again. Al- Officer Albrecht. 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 I don't know. I just, you know what's so funny is because I was taking notes while I was watching it the second time. And then I just... In my notes, I just wrote down Winston. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's Winston from Ghostbusters. It's Winston. Uh, so that's probably how I will refer to him for the rest of this. I also like really liked him in this movie, too. I, yeah, I like yeah. him. He should be a cop in real life. He would be a perfect he cop He would in be real a perfect life. cop. <laughs> um, so they're at this crime scene, and it's this apartment, and it's torn up, and there's a woman, and she's fighting for her life. She's on death's door, and they're uh, taking her down to the ambulance. And as we go down to the ambulance, we see another body, a dead body, and it's Eric Draven. And so as the woman, and we're going to know her as Shelly, Shelly Webster, she gets put in the ambulance, Sarah, our narrator, who's 12 years old, I think. I think, I thought she was 13. Whatever. Whatever. 12, 13. (laughs) <laughs> she comes over and she asks Winston, the cop, uh, you know, is she going to make it? And he's he's like, yeah, sure. But they both know that's not true. She's going to pass away. Um, so a year later. Oh, actually, I should say before we flash forward to a year. He, he's like the, win- cop, the cop Winston's like, oh, I'm, we're going to get your sister to safety or whatever. And he's like, that's not my sister. They just, they're my friends. They take care of me and watch over they me. They watch me a lot. Yeah. So we know so, that they're good people. Good people. And we know that Sarah has a bad home life. Yes. Yes. So flash forward one year later, and Sarah is visiting Shelly and Eric's tombstone in tombstones, and she's putting flowers on their graves. A bouquet of flowers for Sarah and only one single flower for Eric. Guys don't like flowers. Guys don't like flowers. No, just kidding. She's like, screw Eric. He go and gets one flower. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure that's totally yeah, her that thought was, process. Yeah, that was definitely her thought process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, But as she's leaving, a crow flies and sits atop Eric's tombstone and starts pecking at it. Yeah. And so... <laughs> and Okay, so now we, we're following Sarah to a hot dog stand. And then she starts talking to Winston, the cop. And it seems like they've kind of maintained a relationship of some sort um, after this tragedy. She needs new friends now. Yeah, she's friends with the cop. So now you make friends with the cop. Yeah. Also, side note, I really liked Sarah's wardrobe in this movie. Of course you do. I really liked it. I was like... Yeah, that's that's my, that's my style. You, I, I think I've seen you probably wear that exact outfit. <laughs> you have with fishnets. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this twelve-year-old's wardrobe. You're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'd wear that. But so they have like this meeting spot at a hot dog stand, and that seems to be kind of like their spot. I like now, hot dogs. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Costco hot dogs? <laughs> Yum. Yum. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eric crawls out of the ground. because of, Well, because of this magic crow. I Don't ask me. I don't know. 
And the grave's already, like, dug up, right? That's, no, he digs it up. He digs it up? Yeah. I could have... He starts, oh, well, okay, so. yeah, the, the bird, the crow is pecking, peck, peck, pecking at his thing. So maybe he was like, hey, wake up. Wake up. <laughs> and it works. So, yeah, Eric is crawling out of this ground. This His, I, you know what? Come to think of it, what about his uh, co- coffin? Yeah. Was he just raw dogging it in there? <laughs> like <laughs> bur- He was buried loose. <laughs> he was buried loose. <laughs> I feel like the coffin's too much. Let's just give him back to the earth. Meanwhile, criminal criminals are up to no good, and they're ransacking an arcade, and they're setting a bomb. And that's so these people, this group of people, the criminals. I don't really know why they're doing what they're doing, but so the the fires I mentioned earlier, it's them. They're the ones setting the fires. Why? Just because. Just because that's what criminals gonna criminal. Criminal gonna criminal. So yes, they're ransacking this arcade. um, And Eric is walking around, probably near this arcade, I think. And he finds a pair of boots on a dumpster. And he's like, yes, these are mine now. I wonder if they smell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just... You know what? I'm I'm glad they fit him. (laughs) Those well-placed dumpster boots. Oh yeah, how convenient. So he's kind of making his way around like an undead person does and the arcade explodes and Winston who's conveniently at the hot dog stand nearby uh goes to investigate and the crow is following Eric around and he's going back to his old apartment and in there is a cat named Gabriel who's just been chilling for so long I don't know by himself mice maybe that's a good. That's a good point. I don't know, but he's a perfectly well kempt cat. And what a good kitty to just stay. Yeah. At, at his at his little house. Gabriel. I wonder if it's like, isn't Gabriel like an angel? It is. It so is. Maybe maybe it's like they're playing with stuff. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's biblically. Uh, drived. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> so we flash back. So he picks up the cats. The cat. Singular. Yes, just the one. Just the one. (laughs) (laughs) But it seems like whenever he touches anything, um, he gets these flashbacks of what happened. And so as he touches his cat, Gabriel, that he sees what the cat saw, which is uh, the criminals attacking his girlfriend and fucking up his apartment and shooting him and throwing him out of a window. Rude. Not cool. And... These criminals, man. Okay, I don't know why, but the criminals to me in this movie are just so ridiculous because, like, there's no real... I mean, maybe the comic... Because this is based off a comic book, and, and maybe oh, it's better okay. explained. But was, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, to me, they're just, like, the most ridiculous, like, caricatures of criminals. <laughs> I think that's also why that reminds me so much of Batman, because Batman has the same sort of, like, criminals. It's just criminal gonna criminal. Yeah, and that just because. Okay, so so <laughs> it based off a comic make comic makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And you know what else I was thinking as I watched it is that it reminded me a lot of Sin City, which is also based off a comic book. And I and I can't help but to think that it it paved the way for Sin City. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, back to our <laughs> ridiculous criminals. They're at a bar. And what else do criminals do? They're swallowing bullets while they're taking shots. <laughs> because they're, it's like the, the Spongebob episode where Spongebob is trying to get into, like, the, the buff 
yeah. bar-like thing, and he's like, I eat nails for breakfast. And then the guy's like, without any milk. <laughs> he's like, oh, come right in. Yeah, everything's SpongeBob <laughs> with you. So, yeah, these criminals, they're at this bar drinking shots and swallowing bullets. And so the waitress comes up, and she kisses the bad guy, one of the bad guys, which is Fun Boy. Fun Boy. Yeah, Fun Boy. Um, Not Funny Man. Fun Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Not a funny man. He, he, he really wasn't. So that's kind of setting the stage for something else to happen. Meanwhile, Eric is in his apartment, and he's remembering all the good times they had together. And it's kind of, it's, you know, it feels sad. And then he puts makeup on uh, while the cure plays. J- just because. <laughs> you know, he's got to have his Well, dark- he has one of those, like, theater masks. Cause he's, right, he's a musician, right? So he's kind of, like, theatrical and dramatic, right? Likes to perform. Yeah, and he's got, you know, the drama mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I'm sure there's a name for it, but... Uh, yeah, he's, he's he's inspired by this mask, and he kind of does the same makeup as the mask. You know, if I if I if I rose from the dead, you know, I would be as theatrical and out there as I could. Yeah, and so, but you know what? He he goes for it. He's got his his black shirt on and his black pants on and his juggalo makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> and while, while we were watching, Paris was like, yeah, this is doing something for me. It really did, though. It did. <laughs> I was like, I, I saw I saw a post of Jason Momoa dressed in that, and that did something for me. But I think I think Ooh. Brandon Lee did it better. Hell yeah. I'm team Brandon Lee. Team Brandon Lee. Okay. But speaking of Bill Skarsgård. 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 Yes. He's going to be the new Eric Draven, y'all. Okay, I'm excited. What? Okay, I'm back excited. to business. We'll talk more about that at the end of the episode. I Yes. So the next day, another bad guy, Tintin, he's at a pawn shop. And the crow sees this. So the, basically what's happening is like the crow is going around town and Eric has a psychic connection with him. And so he, this crow kind of does a lot of his investigating for him. He can see Which like he can see through the crow's eyes, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. like um, the three-eyed raven. So the crow sees this, and now Eric knows about it. And so basically, what he's going to try to do is he's hunting down all the people that he saw in his apartment that night, and he's going to get revenge. Revenge, yes. And so now Eric's running over rooftops, and he sees parkour, hardcore parkour. <laughs> he sees Tintin. And Eric attacks. And he's like, I want you to tell me a story. And this guy, Tintin, is, he's not having any of it. But he's basically trying to find out, like, hey, why, why, why do you rape and murder my girlfriend? Yeah, what, what, was, that, that what was that about? What, what's up with that? <laughs> and, um, yeah, but Tintin, he's beat. I, I gotta say, I actually really liked Tintin. He, he, he had yeah, charisma. He, he had did. pizzazz. He did. And I liked him. And he was a, an expert knivesman. Oh. That yeah, was a pretty was. cool fighting scene yeah. with the knives. But eventually, you know, uh, Eric has supernatural powers. And he uh, overpowers him and kills him. Uh, poor Tintin. Poor Tintin. Well, I guess that's what you get when you rape and murder yeah, women. Yeah. No, not poor Tintin. Um, so at a dance club. It's called Trash. That's where, that's where we belong. Yeah. We need a party there. <laughs> we meet Tony Todd. Um, and I don't... What was his name in this movie? 
Grange or something like that. But again, in my notes, I just had him as Tony Todd. Candyman. Tony Todd. I love. He looked great in this movie, I I have to say. I love Tony Todd. He is such an underrated actor. I mean, outside of the horror community, I feel like not a lot of people know about Tony Todd, but goddamn Tony Todd. What a badass. He was great in this movie. Also, he looked. He he was also doing something for me. I was like, damn. Was he now? Did he do something for you as Candyman? He did. He did. I mean, I think when we watched it. I was like, that's one handsome man right You're there. You're like, I could get into it. Yeah, <laughs> I could get into that. Uh, and, but he's kind of like the main boss, the big boss. He's kind of like his main henchman, I would say. The, the boss you fight at the end. Okay, so, but yeah, in this, in this club called Trash, there's like this upper area. And that's, again, where the bad guys hang out, the main bad guy. And um, we so we meet the head bad guy at, at this point, and his name is Top Dollar. I want to say Top I don't know why Dollar. I didn't write anybody's name down. <laughs> you just like, made up your own I names like, for them. I was like Tony Todd, bad Winston. guy, Winston, <laughs> main <Cut>. bad guy. <laughs> but I think it's Top Dollar, maybe. And then we also meet his girlfriend, who's played by Bai Ling, um, and. Right away, we get a sense that these are not good people because there's a dead lady in their bed. and yeah, A naked he, dead lady. Yeah. And he goes, I think we broke her. And by Ling, also I don't know her name in this movie, she's like, I want to, I like her eyeballs. Her, eye, her eyes are pretty. Yeah. Also, her lips are way too overlined, which bothered <laughs> it me. It was distracting. I'm not going to lie. Okay. But do you know who Top Dollar is? Yes. Okay. And yes. for just, just. We're just going to assume it's Top Dollar right now is his name. But do you know who he is? The actor? Yeah. No. You remember Nope? Yes. Do you remember the the documentary camera guy? Maybe. (laughs) Well, that's the guy. Wait, the new movie Nope? Mm Mm-hmm. The alien one? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they contact the one guy. Who's in there like, hey, we need you to film this for us. <gasps> Wait, the old guy? Yeah. That was him? That's him. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. For sure. He's a good actor. He's I a like great him. actor. He looks like Dracula in this movie. He He's got really like long Dracula. hair. And he, he and he just dresses like Dracula. That's a, that's a Dracula man. A th- very, very th- theatrical, these Does people. Does it do stuff for you also? A little bit. I don't know. A little bit. Okay. Is he too evil for your taste? He's too evil for my okay. taste. You know. Also, every time his scene was on, I was just too distracted by Biling's lips. <laughs> anyway, so we're back over with Sarah, and she goes to the bar, and, and her mom is the waitress who was kissing Fun Boy. Wait, was that his name? Fun Boy, yeah. Fun guy. <laughs> fun. <laughs> he's a fun guy. He's a fun no, guy. No, I'm pretty sure it's Fun Boy. Um, <laughs> and she's making out with this bad guy right in front of her daughter. Gross. Yeah, gross. And it's I feel you feel bad for Sarah, and she even goes up to the bartender, and the bartender knows her, and he gives her root beer, and you know he seems like he's got a good head on his shoulder. Yeah, you, you see a lonely kid, you you got to take care. Yeah, take care of that lonely kid. Also, the her mom uh, kind of looks like Drew Barrymore when in her younger days. Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. Only, only a little bit. All right. I think that's why she looks so familiar to me. I was like, kind of looks like Drew Barrymore. Red. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> so uh, Eric visits the pawn shop, and he sa- he tells the pawn shop guy that he's looking for an engagement ring. And uh, well, he well okay, he 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 comes in, and the door is locked, and he busts the door down. So the yeah the the pawn shop guy is like annoyed with him, and he but the guy's like you know the way he speaks, he kind of actually acts like the Joker a little bit. Eric Draven does the way he talks, um, but yeah, he's looking for an engagement ring, and the pawn shop guy shoots him, and he heals from it because he's undead, bitch. He's undead. He got them powers, and he continues asking for the ring. He asks about Tintin, um, and he so the the pawn shop guy finally like gives up after he sees him get shot and heal from it, and he finds the ring. And he, you know, has his little flashbacks. Um, and then he asks the pawn shop guy where the rest of Tintin's crew is. And to tell them that death is coming for them. And then he blows up the shop as he leave, but leaves. But the pawn shop guy survives. Of course um, he does. Later, Winston pulls up as Eric... Or not later, but Winston pulls up as Eric walks out of this exploding building. And he points a gun at him. And Eric asks if he remembers him and if he remembers Shelly. And the cop's kind of, like, confused, right? And then also, at this time, there's looters going into the pawn shop that had been blown up, and they're stealing shit. And so he's distracted momentarily by these looters. And in that split second, he disappears. He disappears. Um, so like the Batman Joker dude he is. Yeah. So back in Top Dollar's lair, he and his girlfriend eat an eyeball. Yum. And Tony Todd tells them the pawn shop was blown up and Tintin is dead. And as he tells them that, uh, Top Dollar has a gigantic plate of cocaine and he's snorting it up. Man, don't do that. You nearly gave me a fucking heart attack. Don't sweat it. Time for you to take your bird and leave, Frico. And if you did enough cocaine, you might, you might eat some eyeballs. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you will suffer some major brain damage if you did that much cocaine. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're back with Sarah, and she's hopping on her skateboard, and she almost gets hit by a car, but Eric saves her at the last second. And um, she doesn't recognize him because she's not really, like, paying attention to him. But as she's walking off, she kind of is like, I wish it would stop raining all the time. And Eric goes, it can't rain all the time. And she looks back, but he's gone. And she realizes, she recognizes. That's a lyric from one of his songs. That's a lyric from one of his songs. And she's like, Eric? And he disappears. And and he disappears, as he does. I wish I had that power. Me just too. Disappear myself out of conversations. Yeah, that'd I don't be awesome. Have. <laughs> Back with Winston, he's looking at um, Shelley and Eric's files, and he's kind of like starting to re- reinvestigate this case after his run-in with Eric. And he sees that Shelley started a petition against tenant eviction. So I'm not. Maybe I'm just dumb, but I <laughs> don't understand this criminal plot. So, like, okay, does Top Dollar own all the buildings or something? Or or, or is he trying to get everyone to move out 
so he can buy them? And that's yeah, why he's who? setting fires everywhere? Yeah, that I don't think that was very clear in the movie. Maybe we're just dumb. I don't Maybe know. Maybe we are. Maybe we just Could don't understand be. criminals. Could be. You know, that's a good point. Also, speaking of Winston, you also find out, uh, thanks to my boyfriend, he demoted, like, a lot in the police. Yeah. 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 Heck yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's but, it. Uh, that's exactly... You are correct. He has been demoted because he was investigating this case a little too close. A little too close. His, putting his nose in places it don't belong. And you get demoted that way. And then you get demoted that way. Uh, Anywho, um, so Sarah's mom is doing drugs with the bad guy. She's shooting, shooting up drugs, drugs. as you do when you're a criminal. Wasn't it? Just some drugs. Just some drugs. I think it's morphine. morphine. I don't know. I don't know anything about drugs. Me neither. To be honest, I don't like do drugs, so I don't know. But um, yeah, so she's she's doing these drugs with Fun Boy, and then Eric shows up. He busts through the window like a boss, like a boss, <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's like, hey. Hey. Well, he. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That's not exactly what happens. He, he's like, "Hey," and then they just stand there awkwardly. Well, because they're about <laughs> to smash these people. They're they're about, they're about to smash, and um, but he confronts them. And obviously, you know, if someone who has juggalo makeup on comes into your room when you're trying to mind your own business and do drugs and smash, you would you're gonna have some problems. So he does yeah. take the gun out, and he he's like trying to shoot Eric, but. You know, he puts his hand like in he, front of the he, gun. Yeah, oh, he puts his hand in front of the gun, right? Yeah, he got he's got them supernatural powers. And during this whole fiasco, Darla is her name. That's that's Sarah's mom's name. She's she runs and hides into the bathroom, and then uh, Fun Boy accidentally shoots himself in the leg, and then he passes out. Is that hurt? And he's gonna. I don't. I don't know. He puts him in the bath or something. But, um, just, just gives fun boy a little bath. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he needs it. He, uh, he looked like he needed it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what his plan there was, but, uh, yeah, Darla, Darla's like trying to get him away. She's got a knife. She's trying to like be like, Hey, don't touch me. But, um, he grabs her and he grabs her arm and he starts somehow squeezing the morphine out of it. So as this is happening, she's sobering up and he says to her that, uh, Mother is the name for God on the lips and hearts of all children. Mother is the name for God on the lips and hearts of all children. And hopefully <laughs> awakened from, uh, you know, the, her shitbird behavior. Yeah. So as she's running down this, this bar, uh, Tony Todd sees her running, and he knows that Fun Boy is with, him, so, uh, with her, so he goes to investigate what just happened. And he see he goes to upstairs to Fun Boy's room and finds a bunch of needles sticking out of Fun Boy in his heart, and he has like a shape of a crow on his stomach, right? Uh, I can't like I, I don't know what I don't know if it was cut into his body, but like it was a crow symbol somewhere, I'll maybe out of needles. I'll take what? <laughs> well, because <laughs> okay. he shot drugs you know, into him. You know what? I'll take your word for it. I have a great memory, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you do when it comes to movies you do um but yeah the, uh, eric is nowhere to be seen at this point actually no just kidding as he leaves he looks 
as as Tony Todd enters the bedroom, Eric Draven is sitting in the window and he winks at him, and then he he falls out of the window and disappears. Do you think bed. Eric was like waiting by that window for like a good period of time, just so like because he, he knew someone was coming, and he was like, <laughs> he's like, okay, I got this planned out. You know, probably. At Winston's apartment, Eric shows up, and he understands now that Eric is Eric, and Eric asks him to tell him what happened, and he touches Winston's face, and then he sees what he saw, and Winston stayed with Shelly the whole time um, for several hours, and um, and no one would talk to him after that. None of the tenants would talk to him because they saw what happened to Eric and Shelly, and they were afraid for their safety. So he was unable to solve the case, and he was demoted. You know, Winston's a G. I like Winston. That's a, he's he's the cop that everybody needs. And, okay, I'm going to say this right now. It does turn into, like, kind of a buddy <laughs> comedy in a way. Buddy. It, it does. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, for a dark movie, it's actually kind of funny. You know, I think I think all dark movies could use some humor. Yeah. I think that's where you find the the the, <laughs> <laughs> the best dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, the the cop as Eric is leaving, he's like, "Are you gonna disappear out the window?" And he and then Eric's like, "No, I was gonna use the front door." Are you gonna vanish into thin air again? thought I'd use your front door. So we also learn that Bai Ling, Top Dollar's girlfriend, is his sister. Half-sister. Half-sister, which I feel is a weird detail. Yeah, they're like, let's add a... Let's in- just make him inc- extra bad. Let's make him extra bad. Let's put <laughs> some incest. How can we incest. make him extra bad? Let's put a little incest yeah, in here. Yeah, dating half-sister. How can we make him eyeballs. worse? <laughs> um... So yeah, they're ask, they're asking the pawn shop guy about the crow. And, oh, he says that he sees a crow like flying around, right? Er, Eric's crow, and then he says that Eric Draven says you guys are dying soon or whatever. And uh, yeah, he kills the he he kills the pawn shop guy for no reason because he's a bad guy. Because he's a bad guy. It's like and he was just... trying to be he was trying to be real with you, you know? Yeah. He was like, let me be real with you. And let, let me be real with you. I'm going to tell you what happened. And then they just and kill him. And then they kill him. They, they, with a sword. They put a sword in his throat. You know, I guess criminal got a criminal. Criminal got a criminal. Okay, so we have two of our other bad guys. And they're, you know, just busting around town, trying to get some alcohol. And it's, uh, one of them is T-Bird, and the other one is like Skank or something like that. Skank. Yeah, I love that skank. <laughs> and the crow sees them, so obviously the crow's got to go tell Eric, like, "Hey, I see some bad guys." Do you think he's a skank? Do you think that's why they call him that? He was just being a little skank. <laughs> you know, he's not very attractive, so I don't know. <laughs> and he's kind of dumb. Maybe he's a wannabe skank. Maybe he he's like, he was a skank. "I wish I was." So that's going to be my new nickname. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, <laughs> wink, 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 wink." <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're outside of this bar and skank, or not, not a bar, but like an alcohol shop. A liquor store? Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, skank goes inside and um, T-Bird stays outside and he goes to get into the car, his car, and who's in the back seat? But Eric. Eric. 
and he basically he's like drive and he tells them to drive but as they drive off skank sees that they're driving off and so he gets a steals a car and he starts to try to follow them but they start speeding super duper fast and these cops see them and the cops start tracing them but the, as they're speeding the cop goes what in the crap what in the crap which he, he's in he's in this movie that particular cops in this movie a couple times and that's his only that's line his only line what in the crap what the crap <laughs> um but yeah they're unable to catch eric also who oh t-bird also wasn't t-bird like i like you like because he's a criminal and he was like "Ooh, fellow criminal i kind of like you let's be a part let, let's have mm-hmm. you be a part of the gang well i don't recall that yeah i remember like them him like kind of like oh like you're we could be we could be together. I can hook you up or something like that. You know like what? That. I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of dialogue in this movie. There is a lot of dialogue. And for an action movie, there's a lot of dialogue. And I can't possibly keep up with all the things they say. But I can. So you're welcome. Thank you. At least I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I'm, like, pretty sure. Yes. So Eric is driving T-Bird to a pier. And um, also, during this... Um, T-Bird is kind of explaining, like, why what happened happened. He's like, well, Shelly wasn't going along with her tenant relocation program. Um, and that's kind of, like, all the detail we get out of him as to why they did what they did. And Eric straps dynamite to him <laughs> and then sends the car off the pier and it explodes before it goes into the water. Yeah. What a way to go, honestly. And was that car a T-Bird? I know nothing about cars. I'm going to say it was a T-Bird because then T-Bird became one. That would be perfect. With a T-Bird. And I feel like that's pretty clever on Eric's we'll just We'll just say we'll it just was say. a T-Bird car. And as he leaves, he he lights up a shape of a crow. Because that's his symbol. That's his, that's his bat symbol. That's his bat his symbol. His crow symbol. Yes. Crow man. Um, okay, so we're back with Tony Todd, and he finds Eric grave, Eric's grave, which he sees is dug up. Um, also, okay, yeah, uh, Skank witnessed what happened, too, so he's kind of like... Freaked the fuck out? Yeah, freaked out. Gosh dang, you and me burping <laughs> all night long. That's these LaCroix. Burping all night long. Um, so now he's trying to see, he's starting to see, okay, something weird is going on here, you know, like the Eric Draven says you're going to die, and there's crow around, and now this dug-up Eric Draven grave. And did nobody, like, notice this? Because, like, fr- from what it looks like, it could be a grave robber. Yeah, and, it's like, a local nobody... cemetery. No, you know. They were like, let's mind our business. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. In I don't this care. town, maybe. <laughs> um, so we're back with Sarah. She's in her apartment, and her mom is trying to be a good mom. And she's making her eggs. And, of course, Sarah is, like, kind of like, what? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. What, Understandably, yeah, honestly. But but we get the feeling that things are going to be better for Sarah from now on. We hope so. And that's actually the last we see of her mom. That's like, but, you know, we assume her brighter days are ahead. Um, so er- Sarah goes to Eric's old apartment. Um, and Eric is burning old photos. It's pretty emo. Yeah, he's like, I can't handle. Well, I would want to keep those, honestly. Yeah, why are you burning them? Yeah, it's, it's, weird. it's you and your lover. Or like, give them to Sarah. Yeah, Sarah loved you guys. Come yeah, on, yeah, come on, guy. 
But anyway, so yeah, she's at the apartment, and um, they have a nice little reunion. They hug, and have a heart. Well, they kind of have a heart to heart. Heart. We don't really know what's said because one thing about this movie that I find really hilarious is that they will freeze on random shots. I noticed that too. of the movie, and they'll just like freeze on a frame, and then it'll cut to the next scene. When that first happened, I thought there was something wrong with your TV. I was like, <laughs> what's what is, going what on? Happened? <laughs> but it's 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 pretty funny. And I'm you know what? Honestly, I'm not sure if they meant for it to be comical. But in 2023, it's funny as fuck. So Eric has a rad guitar solo on top of a building. <laughs> After this, and like everybody has, it. yeah, he's like, wow, <laughs> shredding it, he's shredding sh- chords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he smashes his guitar. But I, you know what, I like, I like also- as in destroying it. He doesn't, he doesn't smash <laughs> his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> he smashed that guitar. <laughs> he, he was <laughs> really lonely. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, so back at the trash club in the criminal room, there's a criminal table. Okay, and full it's got, of criminals. <laughs> full of criminals, and it's got drugs, it's money, got money. It's got weapons. Everything a criminal table do you, needs. Do you think this is how real life criminals operate? <laughs> I'd like to think so. <laughs> at a criminal table, just hey guys, we gotta. It's, it's let's we have meet our, up at the criminal table. We have our criminals meeting at five o'clock. Bring your money, <laughs> your weapons, and your drugs. <laughs> but also like yeah they're discussing how to the mayhem you know they're like yeah we gotta set these fires and it's devil's night we gotta it's set devil's these, night. these fires bro we yeah. gotta go kill some people criminal's gonna criminal I guess <laughs> but who shows up Eric, Eric Draven and he's like hey <laughs> what's up <laughs> what's going on here you guys being criminals? <laughs> you guys criminaling? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so obviously they start shooting at Eric, and it doesn't work because he's undead. And then he goes around shooting all of them right back, and he kills. Everybody. Everybody. Oh, this is already boring the shit out of me. Kill him! You know what? It was kind of a dope scene, honestly. It was really a cool scene. And also, quite frankly, I think this city is better for it. Oh, yes. These dang criminals setting fires with their drugs and money. And, and the guns. weapons. <laughs> 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 yeah, just take them out, honestly. Yeah. I think I think these guys are done criminaling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's this really cool gun scene, gun fight. It was a fire fight. A fire was, fight. Do you know what that's from? No. Okay, the Boondock Saints, but it's fine. Oh yeah, I, I didn't you watch a lot se- of that. You have seen it though. I think so. Yeah. Cool. But anyway, so. Top Dollar and Tony Todd escape. And of course they do. There's only one guy left, and it's Skank. Skank. And he he gets Skank, 
and he kills him, and he throws him out the window, and he lands on a cop car, the same cop car from earlier, and the cop goes, what the crap? What in the crap? <laughs> um, but obviously, yeah, at this point, the bad guys realize Eric is definitely supernatural, and they come to the conclusion um, that they have to kill the crow to stop him. Well, that was by a- Ling's. Like, yeah. Fightling figured that out somehow. I don't know how she you know what? figured that out. That was out. a wild guess, and it was accurate. Yeah. I don't know. If I was in there and I just saw a crow hanging around, I would. that would be the last thing. I would, oh, that that's the source of his power. <laughs> you know like, what? How would you know? <laughs> what? Yeah, the plot. <laughs> the, the, the plot. The plot. It would have been. It would have made more sense if the crow got hurt just a little bit. And, and then, then it affected Eric, Eric a little yeah, bit. Yeah. That would, but you know what? I'm fine with it. Lucky guesses are I'm good, okay too. with it. Um, so later, Eric finds Sarah sleeping in the cemetery. Uh, That's where I nap. <laughs> Regularly. <laughs> and he gives her the ring, and Sarah heads home. And she's like, I'm going to, I'll never take this off. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's not true. Because minutes later. Because <laughs> <laughs> minutes later, she is abducted. Tony Todd nab- nabs her. And he pulls her into a church, and um, the crow sees it, and so Eric sees it, and he's like, "I gotta go save her," and he and he goes to save her. But yeah, Bai Ling takes her ring off. Rude, super rude, and um, they. But it was basically a trap because the crow shows up, and Tony Todd shoots the crow, but the crow's not dead, just injured. So now Eric is injured, and um. Basically, shit's about to go down, and Eric is about to get killed. But who shows up in the nick of time? But Winston from Winston. Ghostbusters, guns are blazing. Winston really came in. He was like, "Who are you gonna call?" Winston. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and again, this is it's basically a buddy comedy. I really, I feel that way. You know, because it's like the mismatched duo. I like it. Er- Eric Draven, the undead musician, and um. You know, Winston from the Ghostbusters. Winston, the cop, Ghostbuster, that old chestnut. We've seen, it's a tale time and time again. We've seen. Um, so yeah, Tony Todd or what's it? Uh, Winston saves Eric, and but during that time, Top Dollar escapes with Sarah, and he takes her to the rooftop. Byling captures the crow. Yeah, Byling captures the crow. I don't know where Tony Todd is. Maybe he's he's somewhere. Was he shot? I think he was. He he was killed somewhere. I don't sometime. know. But also, Winston gets shot too. He, yes. Yeah, yes, but he does. it's funny because like they're 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 trying to devise a plan, and Winston's like, "Okay, you stand in front of me, and you'll take all the bullets <laughs> while we go and get Sarah." And he, and and he goes, "Yeah." Eric's like, "Yeah, that's not going to work." And I'm, he goes, "Well, I thought you were invincible." And he goes, "Not anymore." The thing is, I'm not anymore. And Winston's like, "Ah." shit that's all right that plan works no longer but anyway so yeah they're going up and um yeah i think this is where the gun scene happens between tony todd and winston and they shoot each other okay next winston gets hit yeah next the crow or eric draven goes he sees Ling who has the bird and she's about to kill eric but the crow plucks her eyeballs out and she falls down the stair shaft yes she really falls down that shaft. Okay, shut up, Paris. <laughs> goes, goes down on that. So, oh, okay, all right, stop. <laughs> Eric gets to the top of the church, 
And um, basically, there's a cool rooftop fight. And, you it's know, pouring rain. Sarah's Sarah, she's fine. She's going to be OK. She's just kind of off to the side right now. Um, but, yeah, they're having the super cool fight. And Eric gets stabbed. Uh, and then right when the bad guy, Top Dollar, is about to kill him, he Eric touches his face. And then he makes him feel all of Shelly's pain. And he falls to his death. Right on the gargoyle, right? Yeah. It's a pretty cool scene. It is a pretty cool scene. I liked it a lot. You know what it kind of reminded me of? What did it remind you of? Beauty and the Beast. (gasps) Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. For sure. Also, Sarah, in the meanwhile, was there on a roof, and she was thrown down on the roof, still on the roof, falls through a hole, clinging on, hanging on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But she's fine. But she's fine. She's fine. That, that's that, just that, what she that, was that, doing. You're you're recounting the past, Paris. We're already past that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe someone was confused on where she was. So. All right. <laughs> Doesn't know. matter. Irrelevant. But yeah. So uh, all the bad guys are killed, and uh, Sarah, Eric, and Winston reunite, and they, and they have a moment. All of them. And this moment is deliciously cheesy. In like, the best way possible. As it should be. As yes. it should be. Um, so, yeah, Eric uh, disappears. And he goes, I think he goes to the grave, yeah. right? He, yeah, he just dips out on Sarah and Winston. Yeah. And and Winston's like, oh, he always does that. He always does that. That silly Eric. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Eric goes to the cemetery. Yeah, Eric goes to the cemetery. And he's, like, wounded. And then he sees Shelly, and she's walking to him. And her ghostliness. Yeah. And they kiss. And uh, then uh, they disappear. And the grave is back to normal, and all is as it should be. Who did that that back up? Magic. Magic. And Sarah's narrating, and she's saying something. Doesn't matter what she's saying. Irrelevant. She's just speaking words. Yes. Anyway, (laughs) and that is... The Crow. Yes. Uh, really fun movie. <clears throat> Super fun. I really dig that movie. I think yeah. probably up there in my top top ten. All I the would movies say. we've watched on movie night. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's kind of fun because it's a it's a weird mix of dark and grungy, but also nineties cheesy dialogue. And it works. And a mid with a tiny bit of pinch of buddy cop. Yeah, and, and also, yeah, part part buddy cop, part Batman, part... <laughs> it has what you need. Part Sin City, yeah. <laughs> it's got all the things you need. But I'm super excited for the remake. Me too. With Bill Skarsgård. Me too. Because if Bill Skarsgård in it, it's going to be good. I hope they don't fuck anything up. I don't... Th- I, you know what? My hopes are high. My hopes are high for this one. I love The Crow. But you know what? I also said that about the Candyman remake, and that one sucked. So, but, you know, no, 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 no. I'm going to be optimistic here. It's got Bill Skarsgård in it. Come on. It's got Bill Skarsgård, and it's The Crow. And it's it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. They better... They better just do it good. Yeah. Although, I do kind of wonder, like, how much of the comedic element are they going to keep in it? Because I think a movie like the crow if it would have came out exactly as it is today i don't think it would have done as well 
Maybe not. I don't think so. Because, like, <laughs> there's just some weird, there's some weird stuff going on. That's all night. That's all 90s movies. Yeah, exactly. And it, yeah. it, it, it exists within its own time. It, it came out within its time. And I think they did a really good job. I, I and agree. And I'm glad it came out in the early 90s. So I wonder, you know, what, what they're going to do with it. But I'm super excited. We'll watch it together. Let's, yeah, well, let's go see it in theaters. Heck yeah. I would love that. Yeah. And Be then we'll date. get. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. And then we'll get back to you guys on that in an episode once we do see it. I don't know when it comes out. Probably maybe this year or next year. We'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll do a little more research on that. But, uh, yeah. yeah. What Final thoughts? Final thoughts. You should watch it if you haven't. Well, I hope you didn't listen to this all and you didn't watch it. Okay. You know what? I'm guilty of doing that. <laughs> You're guilty? Yeah. Yes, I don't know what's wrong with me, but Hannah, some... the girl that won't even watch the trailers, okay, would watch. No, no, no. Well, listen, listen. There's some movies that I really want to see, and I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna watch the trailer for this because I just I know I want to see it, and then I like to go in blind. But there's other movies where I'm like, okay, that looks kind of stupid, but I'm curious, and so I'm gonna find out beforehand if I want to watch it or not. I and if it that. sounds good, I'll watch it. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. For sure. And honestly. Also, watching it is just a different experience from hearing about uh, it. So. Yeah. And I have a talent um, with horror movies where I can predict, like, how it's going to end within the first few seconds. So, Because <clears throat> you you're know. just an expert. At this point, you know, don't mind if I do. Full 29 years. Yeah. Full 29 years of horror movies. Yeah. You've been watching horror movies in the womb. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Maybe if I trans. could. If, um... But anyway, yeah, that's that's The Crow. Fun movie. Um, Rip. Er, uh, oh, I almost said Eric Draven. Rip. <laughs> well, Rip Eric Draven, too. Yeah, yeah, him also. And, <laughs> and Brandon, Brandon Lee. Lee. Brandon Lee. Very tragic story. As I said before, if you have the time, um, definitely look at some of his interviews and read some of the quotes he had. And it's, it's super interesting. He's a cool guy. Um, and on that note... I gotta go get resurrected and avenge my fiance's death. Yeah, I'm gonna go take a nap in the cemetery. I I'll hope, see you there. I hope no criminals criminal. Abduct. Yeah. <laughs> I hope those criminals don't criminal me. Yeah, I hope okay. not. <laughs> Until next time. Until the next.